0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Man, I've missed that theme song. What's up with the what's up? Welcome to another episode of Arizona Fit. I'm your host, Ian Knight, and I have the first of a two-part episode coming your way. Today, I get to sit down with Brianna Owen, a holistic health and nutrition specialist and integrative health practitioner. She heads the nutrition side of Nourish, an intuitive-based eating program based right here in Phoenix. Today, you'll hear about her personal struggle with body image and how she fixed her autoimmune deficiencies through proper nutrition and other holistic practices. As always, before we get started, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We're able to bring you awesome guests like breezy because of our ratings and subscriptions so make sure you're sharing the show with your fit fam so that way we can keep bringing you awesome content all right that's enough for me roll it
1: yeah yeah so i actually am a holistic health and nutrition specialist um i am also an integrative health practitioner so I help people come back to health, rebalance the body in a very natural way. Everything I do is from a natural and holistic approach. And we focus on reducing inflammation in the body, portion control, and toxicity. So we're going to dive into a lot of interesting stuff here in a couple seconds. And I'm super excited to kind of go into more about this.
0: I am too. And folks, I'm going to apologize ahead of time if um, we seem a little foggy. I understand that Miss Owen here just came off vacation. I'm coming <laughs> off a brief uh, staycation myself. So it may seem a little loopy, but that's all right. We're just going to roll with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work.
0: Yes. All right. So mm-hmm. Breezy, I understand that your early days of fitness primarily involve around competing. Uh, let's Let's talk a little bit about that. You want to explain to everyone how you got started?
1: Yeah, I actually got into the industry, what I would consider the fitness industry, fitness and wellness industry, um, in 2014. And uh, that was through fitness competitions. I actually went to Arizona State University. And I I had a, uh, you know, you have your clique of friends. And, you know, I had a friend who was like, let's go work out at this gym. And she started bikini competing. And um, her trainer kind of like picked me up and was like, Hey, like you would do very well in bikini competitions. And at first I like, didn't really know what to think, you know, because I hadn't been in the industry before. I knew nothing about nutrition. I knew nothing about, you know, uh, bikini competitions and stuff like that, you know, and then what ended up happening is I was like, you know what, let me just try it. this could be like a cool hobby, you know? Um, and I also was wanting to kind of transform my body in a positive manner. You know, when you're in um, college and you kind of let things slide a little bit when it comes to exercise and nutrition and you're drinking a little bit more. So I wanted to be healthy. I wasn't feeling like I was at my best, you um, And I basically was about to graduate and I was like, well, what's next, right? What do I want to do? How do I want to take my body to the next level?
0: Right. So So, I want to rewind that just for a second. So uh, before you got into college, did you play any sports in high school? Were you like soccer, cross country or anything?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess you can, (laughs) I played volleyball for a little bit. Um, I also tried softball. I was never really, I never really could find my like perfect like niche when it came to Mm -hmm. um, sports and stuff like that I I have a very athletic build so I have very strong legs and I actually ended up going into cheerleading after the fact and doing competitive cheerleading and you know all the jumps and the flips and the (laughs) and all of that stuff and actually being a base which is the person on the bottom of the you know uh, lifting the girl up into the air and stuff like that So um, I ended up doing that, but it was nothing like I wasn't real. I didn't have like a real, um, I guess you could say strict kind of sports background. Some people consider cheer sport. um, I would say that to some extent it is, but it wasn't anything super intense. Right.
0: Okay. So you were, so, I mean, you would, you would be what we consider like a leisurely athlete. Growing up, I mean, yeah. you did it for fun. You did, you weren't going for scholarships or to,
1: correct? You know, yeah. get anything
0: paid for So this was really so when you got into bikini competitions, this was probably your first, you know, step into. Hey, I'm going to do something physical and you know yep. really push the limits.
1: Yeah, and the funny thing about you know when you're in high school and you know when you're growing up, no one really teaches you any type of like nutritional education, right? It's like what you learn from your parents and, and, you know, a little bit from what you learn at school, maybe in like if you had like a health class and stuff like that. So I had thought that I ate healthy, right. The entire time I was growing up, um, I tried to stay away from carbs because that was essentially kind of like the, the mainstream thing to do, right. Um, eat your veggies and, you know, stay away from carbs and eat higher protein. That was like what I was always told. So that's what I tried to do when I when I was essentially growing up. And so this was kind of like my first it it propelled me into learning more about nutrition. Um, This was definitely the gateway for um, my whole entire journey into my professional career.
0: Okay, and you were just getting ready to graduate. So you were 21, 22.
1: I was uh, 20. 20. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So sorry. Okay. All right. Now let's keep it going.
1: No. Perfect. Um, yeah. So after essentially the whole fitness competition, uh, scenario happened, I was basically, um, I, I did five, I I did a lot of shows in a period of about, um, a year and a half. So it was ended up being almost two years that I was in the competition scene. Um, and I did six shows. Um, I took like a six month break at one point in between, but I did them all pretty much kind of back to back. Like when you do six, uh, bodybuilding shows? Yeah. Um, and I had no clue what I was doing to my body, right? I, I didn't know that that was stressful. I didn't know, like, I responded very well to the protocol. I mean, a lot of people do whenever they first, you know, jump into any type of regimen that, you know, restricts calories, adds some cardio in, some resistance training, all those different things. So I ended up responding very, very well. So, and I was the type of person that I was like, I had never seen my body transform this way. Right. Um, Coming from, you know, the background of thinking that you were eating very healthy and then starting to understand a little bit more that, okay, carbs are okay to consume. You just, there's certain carbs that you do eat. Like it was kind of like, it opened up a new way of thinking for me. And it, it very quickly interested me so i at that time thought i was going to do i was going to be a lawyer um and i did a a uh, My um, education was business legal studies, so I did like uh, ASU's kind of like pre-law program, and I was doing these competitions, and I was also doing um, a little stint of uh, the internship at a corporate law firm, and I absolutely hated it. So this was kind of like my new—not only my hobby, but it—it turned into something where I was like, okay, I'm going to learn more about this because this is something that I actually am passionate about, and I'm really liking the results from. So. yeah, catapulted me into that next direction of kind of my uh, of my life, for sure.
0: You know, I'm starting to pick up a trend with a lot of our guests. It seems like we all started off doing one thing and it turns out we <laughs> hated it. But yeah. fitness, exercise, sports was always something that either we grew up with or something that we found in your case that we found out like, man, we really like this and we want to keep this going. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you really just kind of gave me an idea for a future episode. Um, so I want to thank you ahead of time. I'll let you know what it is. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so obviously, you know, you fell in love with it. I mean, you're opening up your way to, a, I mean, you open up your mind to a whole new way of thinking about nutrition, yep. um, and which I'm, you know, if everyone hasn't figured out yet, when you do that many bikini competitions, I know they aren't only bikini, but, um, figure competitions in a row mm-hmm. without a break, it is very taxing on your body. So I'm pretty 100%. sure that has something to do with the career that you're doing now.
1: <laughs> yes it does um that so I, I guess let's let's kind of go into the transition away from that competing so the last show i ever did was a national show um i actually went to the national level level within a year of competing um which now i know is kind of well now that it's a little bit more mainstream it's not it's 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 common but it wasn't as common at the time um so i did so many shows because i was like oh like this is really fun and you know it's kind of easy for me to do um because i've always been a very like type a person so someone that's type a and then has a coach to basically tell them exactly what to do when to do it it was like a breeze for me right um the only thing that was you know really hard on me was the time commitment in the gym i was doing so many hours of like cardio day you know sometimes going to the gym twice a day you know working at a lawyer's
0: office as well
1: yes yes and that caused me to to also basically start to get start to notice different things in my body. So I hadn't ever really been intuitive in a way, I guess you could say about what exactly was going on in my body, but I started to notice some symptoms. So I started to notice that I was having to take naps in the middle of the afternoon. My digestion was getting all messed up. I was getting headaches. I, you know, I had bloating with whatever I was eating. It didn't matter what it was. And I just felt like on edge every second of every day. And I, I didn't know at that time that it was because of the fact that I was depleting myself of a lot of nutrients, I was overdoing cardio, my hormones were being negatively affected by all these things. So I basically was like, okay, after my first national show, I did and I got there and I realized, holy crap, this is like another level of like, uh, I guess you could say fitness and also commitment and a lot of you know drugs that were going into that scenario um, for a lot of different people when it came to women trying to be in a bikini um, and on stage and get to that next level of going to the Olympia and going pro and everyone was striving to do that and I I kind of did a a, a one eighty um, and I was like okay. When I got to that national stage and I saw like these women taking uh, you know all these different performance enhancing drugs I was like maybe this isn't the way and and also coupling that with the way that I already felt doing it naturally (laughs) I was like okay maybe this isn't the direction that I want to go so I kind of just after that last national show in Chicago I said, let me kind of turn this around. Let me take a, like, a little bit of break. I thought I was going to take a break at the time. That was my last show I ever did. Um, because after that, I started to get really, really sick. <laughs> And um, all the symptoms I just described, they started to get a lot worse as I progressed through the process of kind of coming out or reverse dieting myself um, out of that caloric deficit. And then I was like, okay, something's really wrong. Um, the, the main thing was, though, is that I had learned so much about nutrition and the way that I could manipulate my body with, you know, nutritional science that I was hooked, right? I was like, I need to find something else to do in this industry that doesn't involve me taxing my body to the extent that it was
0: yep and I'm going to pause you right there and I and I really want to emphasize this for our listeners a lot of people out there that I've run across they put themselves on such a caloric deficit that they don't realize how much damage they're doing to their hormonal system. And they don't understand why they have the mood swings they have, or why they have irregular Mm -hmm. sleep patterns at night. And so you may not be competing, but you may be experiencing some of these symptoms and I, so I really want you to pay attention to this next part, because when we, when we dive in more to the, the nourish, you know, introduction and the system, especially the lab work, uh, this may be something of interest to you.
1: Yeah. And that's an amazing point right there because, um, I like how you highlighted the fact that you don't even have to be doing competition. This could be someone just trying to diet down that doesn't really know. Not saying that you like you know a, a standard person doesn't know a lot about the body. I was in that same position. I thought I knew a lot because I was learning so much so fast, and there was just so much contradicting information, and there still is. But. Um, You know, I basically had put my body in a state of fight or flight. So I was in uh, the, you know, sympathetic nervous system, which, you know, you have your PNS and your SNS, right? Um, And I was in that fight or flight. Fight or flight is essentially your sympathetic nervous system, which meaning that your nervous system is on overdrive. So this is where we start to get into a lot of hormonal issues happening. Um, And your, you have your your everything's like a balance in the body right so you have your your parasympathetic nervous system and your sympathetic nervous system so you don't want your sympathetic nervous system to be on overdrive over your parasympathetic which is more of like a relaxed calm you know you digest food in the parasympathetic nervous system you're able to you know do your breath work and that's where people meditate and that's just very like a chill vibe right When your body's all all the way off, (laughs) yes, and we all should be, um, you know, and it, it was one of those learning experiences where it really took me into the perspective of the yin and the yang in the body, right, that very much that balance that strives that your body strives to consistently be in all the time, when you pull it to one side more and more and just kind of tax it. And this happens to people in college all the time when they're, you know, trying to essentially do 50 things at once. (laughs) And even for a lot of people that are essentially type A, you know, always driving towards that stress um, and that sympathetic nervous system, we end up really breaking the body down. So I had been in that sympathetic nervous system for, you know, almost two years straight. And my body just did not like it at all. I hear my um, girlfriend and, you know, just
0: yelling at me right now. What did I tell you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so I I basically, what ended up happening, and this also had to do with, I I got, you know, to be in the fitness industry and in that world, you know, surrounded by all these beautiful bodies and all of this information about nutrition and supplements and all those different things. Um, And, you know, it's all a visual scenario too, as well, right? You're doing things to essentially manipulate the physical and not really as much to balance the internal, right? Because a lot of the times that external shell that we have, which is our body and our, you know, physical appearance, when we see something working on the outside, we don't really ask the question, is this conducive to health, right? Is, is this, the path that I want to continue to go on. And that's what the whole diet industry is about. Right. We're all about kind of getting to that end goal. Like, don't get me wrong. We want to look good, but how I look at it now is I want you to look good on the inside and not be a reflection of how you look on the outside, right? So um, what ended up happening is uh, I got super sick and went down this huge rabbit hole (laughs) of seeing conventional doctor after conventional doctor after conventional doctor. I saw six doctors, um, and two specialists. So a total of eight doctors in a period of about a year and a half. And some of this had to do with the fact that I got breast implants and I had a negative reaction to those as well. The toxicity about 10% of women, um, have this negative reaction where your body responds in, to in in an autoimmune matter to the implants themselves because they're a foreign object in your body now the fda recognizes that as breast implant illness but this was kind of like a new thing right um so what none. what
0: year was so what year would what, what was all this going on just for the reference for our viewers because Shoot you're you're that. you're teaching me a lot <laughs>
1: well thank you <laughs> i'm glad i'm happy to uh you know be here talking to the your, your listeners about this i it it, it you're going to hear me get really passionate about this, because I didn't know anything about this. And I learned so much in a period of like, you know, two years. So this was 2017. Um, So I had now I had now basically, I had been competing for that two years. So a two year span went by 2017 comes about. um, And I'm starting to really deteriorate quickly, right. Um, And I got diagnosed with uh, two autoimmune diseases, one of them being hypothyroidism. I lost my menstrual cycle for a period of a year and a half. Um, and at that point it had been a year and a half that I hadn't had a menstrual cycle. I had no clue that that was like the worst thing for a woman to have that amenorrhea and the cessation of the menstruation. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, a huge red flag. Um, And I didn't know, you know, this is this was all like no one had taught me any of these things that could essentially deteriorate your body. That also happens when you're in the sympathetic nervous system for a very long time, things start to really get out of balance. So that's uh,
0: that's why that body fat percentage is important, people. There's a reason why they call it essential body fat.
1: Yep. So, I mean, there was that one point um, where I also was, well, I had also the two autoimmune diseases, then I also had been diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome. I couldn't even get off the couch. I had a roommate at the time and I like, literally, it was terrible how I, I like felt and And I just literally was like, I couldn't move. Like it was everything hurt. All of my joints ached. I was getting headaches. I had the worst brain fog ever. I couldn't remember anything. And my digestion was terrible. It it didn't matter what I ate. I was having some type of digestive issue. I didn't even want to eat anymore. Like it was not an enjoyable, uh, you know, a path for me to go down every single time I ate. So what ended up happening is i finally after seeing eight specialists and them saying to me you know your body is basically failing you. That's what they were telling me. They basically told me that I was never going to have children. I had no progesterone. I wasn't producing estrogen. My testosterone was in an okay place, but my insulin levels were all, were all screwy, which that is, that is very common of people in the fitness industry that uh, diet down. Um, It really can screw with your insulin levels, especially if you get into that binge eating, which a lot of uh, the restriction can cause. Um, because you're going from periods of really restricting and eating no carbs to basically going out, you know, one night and going to, you know, consuming a whole entire pizza to yourself because you feel like you're never going to be able to have it again, right? So it created a lot of issues in my body and also in my mind and my relationship with, with food, um, which is, you know, something that's very common in the industry. And I feel like it's not taught or talked about a lot. Um, so yeah,
0: so, and so let's talk about now, I mean, how did you bring yourself, you know, out of this state of deterioration? And this is what I really want the listeners to pick up on.
1: Yeah. So what ended up happening is after I did not after I had went to so many doctors, I was like, you know what, I need to take this into my own hands. And I started doing a lot of research on natural healing practices because the conventional model at that point in my mind of the conventional medicine model had failed me because no one looked further into what was happening. And everyone kept throwing medications at me. And coming from a place of being, you know, at that time, I was 24 years old, or yeah, 25. um, And I had essentially, I, I, I was basically told that my body was just deteriorating and I had no answer. So this is where I started digging into root cause medicine. Now this is gonna make a lot more sense once we start to get into the root cause point of things, but I wanted to know the root cause for my ailments. I wanted to know why I had these symptoms and I wanted to basically discover that myself. So I did all this research and basically ended up finding a lot of natural holistic practices That were helping me through the symptoms. I started understanding what candida and bacterial overgrowth were in the gut and how that happened. I started to understand why I might have brain fog because of the the gut-brain connection and that um, highway between your gut and your brain and how it communicates directly. And if the bacteria is messed up in your gut, then your brain is not going to work properly because they communicate indefinitely throughout the day. So I... Basically, did all of this basically got me to a point where I was like, Okay, I have a foundational knowledge. Now, where can I go next? Because I started to feel better, right? Um, I got my breast implants removed and then I became certified as an integrative health practitioner. And that's when I basically was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I'm going to teach people that were in a state of tons of symptoms, a state of dis-ease, right? The body is diseased at that point. Um, And I'm going to teach people how to get better that's what, that's what I was like. I, people, I was like, how, how are people not talking about this? You know, like, you're like, you know, it should be mainstream, but it's not. So. Well, that's I mean, how you, I ended you really up, did yeah. touch
0: on it earlier. We live in a society where we like to prescribe a pill for everything instead of telling people to, you know, get up and actually work for something. And another thing that I, I don't know if you realize this, but you touched on, you talked a lot about the, the image problem that the high level fitness industry has. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. if I don't know if you've ever talked to anyone about this. But when you decide to get breast implants, and then you decide to remove them. That's mm-hmm. a that's a big step. I mean, m- the people yep. that I know who've decided to go that route, they got it because they didn't like the way that it made them feel not having that womanly figure. Yeah. And so it really gave them a lot of confidence it sounds like you found your confidence somewhere else and then decided that your health was more important than the way you looked, which is a way that I really wish that the industry would start looking. You know, start looking for more function and the way you feel over vanity. Um, Sorry, but I really wanted to touch on to that.
1: No, no, no. that, That is an amazing point, and that's actually something that I really think that we should for sure hone in on, and I'm glad you brought it up, is that I basically... I got to the point where it was so dark and I felt like such like trash that I was literally like, I will do anything to feel better. And I didn't even, whenever I ran into the research and talked to some people who had essentially had breast implant illness and uh, they were like, you know, it may seem like a difficult decision to get them taken out, but I'm telling you right now, it's the best decision I've ever made. And I was like, honestly, That's not even what I'm thinking about right now. I'm thinking about what if it, what if they are contributing to my, you know, my health deteriorating and if they are, even if they're not, I want to eliminate that as being, you know, one of like a possible issue. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was already at that point, like the breaking point (laughs) to where I was like, just take them out. I don't even care how they look, but I deal with a lot of women now who basically I do, uh, which we'll get into a second, the lab work. I run a lot of lab work on women and a lot of these women have heavy metal toxicity, gut issues and all those things. And I work with women, especially after they get their breast implants removed on rebalancing the body, removing all of the imbalances through whether it may be overgrowth of bacteria in the gut or you know, heavy metal toxicity from the implants leaching or whatever it may be. Um, I deal with a lot of that, a lot of the times where the, where they're like, how, to, like they ask questions, like, how did you get over the physical aspect of it? And I, and you said it, like you hit it on the, like head on the nail to a T. It, it's like, you come to realize that there's nothing in this world that is more valuable to a human being than their health. There, you cannot... You cannot, um, you know, actually give your gifts to people. And I believe that everyone does have gifts um, that they are ordained with at birth. Um, And you cannot give your gifts 100% to people if you are not living in a healthy environment. You just can't.
0: A lot of us got into this industry because we want to help others avoid the mistakes that we made in the past. Tune in for part two to find out how Breezy is using her past experiences to change the way that people are looking at food and nutrition. Thank you for listening to Believe.